the more we can talk about it, the more we can normalize it, I think the easier the conversation becomes. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Thank you so much for being here and pressing play. Today's episode is going to be themed around Mental Health Month, um, Mental Health Awareness Month. So it's May, it's all of May. And the whole purpose of this is to raise awareness and educate the public about mental illnesses. And that 18%, which I feel like this statistic might even be a little low, but this is according to the Mental Health National um, Organization of America, that 18% of Americans suffer from depression, schizophrenia, and bipolar disorder. And it's all about sharing the realities of living with these conditions and the strategies for attaining mental health and wellness. And I believe that at one time or another, all of us experience spouts of darkness. I know for myself, I certainly have. Um, It also runs in my family. My mom has depression. She also has bipolar. Um, She has done things in her past um, due to these illnesses, if you will, that have brought a lot of sadness and um, darkness into our lives. But it's a real disease. And whether you're dealing with it periodically or on an ongoing basis, my heart goes out to you. I send you so much love and light and know that you're not alone. And there's so many people who also experience those things. And the more we can talk about it, the more we can normalize it, I think the easier the conversation becomes. Because when we make it taboo or that it's not normal, then not only are we scared to talk about it because we feel like we're weird or there's something wrong with us, but then we fester those emotions and feelings inside. And it almost exacerbates the issue. I don't even know if it's an issue, but the thought um, of the depression or the mental health illness that you may have or have in your family or have experienced at one time or another in your life. And if you've listened to this podcast on a regular basis, you know, I've definitely had some challenging times in my life um, with my divorce and a close person to me committing suicide before my dad passing away, my uncle having terminal cancer. These various things have really brought some dark days with them. And there are times, to be honest, where I didn't really know if it would ever end. And I almost think that's the trick of the ego. It's like this sneaky little thing that comes along and convinces you that your sadness is going to last forever and that there's something wrong with you. And I just want you to know that that's not the case. It's not going to last forever. And it's always darkest before the dawn. And maybe if you're not ready to hear any positive, um, recommendations. This might not be the best time for you to listen to this episode, but if you're feeling open, I just wanted to share some things that I've been doing lately and have over the past um, that have helped a lot. And I think just in general, 
us taking a moment to step back and think about this month and mental health awareness and just knowing that we're all going through something and being kind and understanding and having empathy for people is just so important. And this analogy that people are like icebergs, where our behavior is what you see, which if you know anything about icebergs, what you see at the top is only 10% of the iceberg. So 90% of it is actually underwater. And so when it comes to human beings, the behavior is that 10%, like how we act out in the world. But it's such a small part. And underneath the water, if you will, that 90% is our feelings, our self-talk, our attitudes that are positive and negative. And you really don't know what's going on in someone else's life. And I've thought this, and this might even be a negative thought, but just something to share with you. If like someone cuts you off in traffic, like maybe they're going to see their partner before they die or like you just never know what someone is going through. Um, and actually I heard on a podcast with James Wedmore, he does the mind your business podcast. And this is not to scare you or, uh, instill fear in you, but just to recognize that we're all going through something and how important it is to spread kindness to people, Um, especially in the year that we've had and lots of change and uncertainty for people. They might be handling more than we actually see, right? We might be only seeing that 10%. And so in his podcast, essentially in short, he talks about a gentleman that he went surfing with And he cut him off in the surf line on accident or something. And the guy said, you don't even care about me. And now, obviously, he perceived that because he held those beliefs that people don't care about him or respect him. And James really handled the situation. Um, I don't recall in detail, but essentially just like was like, hey, man, no, you know, like, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to do that. And they ended up resolving the situation. And unfortunately, he ended up taking his life anyway. And it's just like... That person was yelling and was upset, not because of what James did. It's because he felt as though he was in a room full of people screaming and no one was looking up. And so he needed to get attention. He needed to feel heard. And so as much as we can support each other in these times, if someone might extend a cruel hand to you or do something that maybe bothers you, is just knowing like... They're doing the best that they can with what they have. And then also like giving people grace across the board and being as kind as we can to one another because connection and support and love is really why we're all here. And so as much as we can extend that out to other people, it comes back to you in waves. Like you do one act of kindness and I'll tell you, not only does it make you feel extraordinary, but the universe will then deliver to you tenfold what you gave. The Go-Giver is a book that I actually highly recommend. I got it from a past mentor and it kind of speaks more on this concept, but it's not something we haven't heard before. We just maybe don't practice it in our day-to-day. So I just wanted to, in light of Mental Health Awareness Month, remind you that we're all going through something that we might not know and to just be as kind as you can to one another. So diving in to just, this is going to be kind of short, but just a few things that have helped me um, when I'm kind of feeling off and maybe I've done all the things that I've done in the past, like 
I'll go for a walk or I'll call my sister or listen to a podcast. Nothing's really pulling me out of it. So the first thing I do is I write down all of my thoughts on paper. And this is a this is important for a couple of reasons. So first, it helps you detach yourself from your thoughts because we are not our thoughts. We are the observer of our thoughts. And when you think about what you're thinking about, you do become the observer. And this makes it feel less, you don't feel so connected to those words. You can state them as true or false because thoughts are just opinions. They're malleable. They're optional. They're not factual. You can make them be fact by providing proof for your brain, but you can believe in whatever you want to believe in. And I've talked about that on many other episodes, but essentially when you data dump this all down, you can start to recognize, oh, wow, that's why I feel so crappy. I've been telling myself how lazy I've been, or I've been focused on the fact that my bank account isn't where I want it to be, or whatever it is, right? You just write it down, no judgment, just write it down, have awareness around it, and then you can catch them. So like in last week's episode around the ego, it can be really tricky. And when we're deep in our thoughts, when we're deep in it, it's almost the idea of like, think of an object in the room right now, like I have a coffee mug in front of me right now. So you grab the coffee mug and you put it literally an inch away from your face. And if I was like, what is this object? You'd be like, I don't know what it is. I can't. It's too close. I'm too close in it. And that's the idea of like when you let the thoughts fester in your mind, you're just so caught up in it. You can't think rationally. You can't hear the wisdom of anything or anyone. And you just sit there and you you stir in the negativity. But if you take the mug and you pull it back a couple feet, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a coffee mug. I can see that pretty clearly. And so when you detach yourself from your thoughts and you step back a little bit, move the coffee mug forward, you can gain a lot more clarity and you can recognize like, oh, these are just the same thoughts my ego trips me up on. I know that that's not true. Or maybe you go in a completely other direction. You know, you recognize, okay, I've been stirring with this one challenge that I'm facing in my life. And you just stare at that, stare at that, stare at that. You write it all out and you're like, all right. I'm going to think about this trip I have coming up in two weeks. And then you can write all about that. And this is kind of going into my next, um, I have one in the future here I'll talk about in a second that talks more about a future context to kind of pull you energetically out of where you are. But first, the second one is, so after you've written everything down, that's one way of doing it. So this isn't like a um, chronological. These are just individual things that you can try. And then the next three that I'm going to be talking about are actually all from the book, Ask and It Is Given by Abraham Hicks, which I highly, highly, highly recommend if you are into the spiritual world or manifestation or maybe you're just open to it. It is extraordinary. I've read it probably 50 times now and I reference it whenever I'm feeling down. I'm like, oh yeah, that's great because they talk about the emotional guidance system. We have 22 different emotions ranging from one, which is like joy, utter happiness, like complete expression of love. And then 22, I believe, is like unworthiness and feeling like complete just waste. And so you can't go from 22 to one. You can't jump there. You have to take baby steps on your way up the scale. And so they utilize these principles and they share with you strategies 
to get you moving up the scale because just as the law of attraction states, which is what how we do manifestation, is like attracts like. And so when you have a certain energy, whether good or bad, you will continue to attract those things continually over and over. So that's why people are like, when it rains, it pours, um, misery loves company, um, like my day just kept getting worse and worse. That is literally showcasing to you in the real world, if you will, that this strategy works. But also the better it gets, the better it gets. Um, When things are going good for you, generally lots of things are going good for you. And so it's momentum and it's focus and it's attention and it builds dependent on what side of the coin you're focused on. So with that in mind, The first one is super easy and it's really low resistance. It makes you kind of question things, but you don't feel like you're trying to pull yourself out of the rut that you might be in. So this idea is you question, wouldn't it be nice if, and they kind of call it a game. So you think of maybe, maybe not even a challenge that you're facing. Maybe again, you kind of go in the other direction. You're just like, wouldn't it be nice if I got two more clients in the next month? Wouldn't it be nice if I came across a workout regimen that I really loved? Wouldn't it be nice if I found a new hairstylist that just made me feel so good about myself? Wouldn't it be nice if I found the partner I've been looking for and we got to celebrate 4th of July together? Just whatever it is, right? I'm being very vague and kind of all over the place here. But you can also use this if you are facing a challenge. So like... Wouldn't it be nice if next year my taxes were cut in half? (laughs) That's kind of what I'm thinking here. (laughs) Or um, maybe you're in an argument with your partner and you're like, wouldn't it be nice if we could just see eye to eye? Or wouldn't it be nice if we could just push all this anger behind us? So whatever it is, that question just kind of is easy and there's not a lot of pressure. And even just doing that little brief exercise I just did, it did it brought me up a little bit. So this is kind of if you're in the middle of the scale, you're kind of feeling bored, you're kind of feeling mediocre, you're not mad, you're not sad, you're not happy, you're just kind of in the middle. The wouldn't it be nice works really well. And it's also more helpful if you write these things down versus just saying them out loud. That works too, but if you can, write them down. So the next one is the virtual reality. And like I mentioned, I am referencing the book. So I'm going to just kind of talk about the questions that they use for this. But essentially, the idea is you act as though you are the director in a movie and you create your own scene. And so you ask yourself questions like, um, where does the scene take place? And you want to choose a location that feels really good to you. And it can be something that you've visited before, you've heard about it, you've seen it in a movie, or maybe it's just in your imagination. And then like to specify, because you want this to feel really true and really real for you. Think, is it indoors or outdoors? What time of day is it? Morning, afternoon, or night? Is the sun coming up or just going down? Is it broad daylight? What does the air feel like? What is the temperature? How are you dressed? Who else is there? And choose something that feels really good to you. And it might just be you in this experience, but if it feels good to have somebody else there, bring them on in to the virtual reality. It's like completely your choice. And then you ask, here's a few more questions they address is what kind of mood are you in? Are you laughing? Are you sitting quietly contemplating? And once you've set the scene, 
You can imagine what you might say to each other if it is another person in your scene. But this goal is to kind of activate these vibrations within you as though you're in that place. And it will, it does work. And I've done this, we kind of talked about this in various ways in other episodes about like vision casting and like planning for the future. And essentially you're kind of almost manifesting that through the energy. But an important point here is it's not a reality that you go into and try and fix. So the analogy that they use in the book is like, you don't go and try and fix a leaky roof in your house. (laughs) So you're already in like this happy state. It's not a place where you have to fix. And in the book, they actually talk about not spending a ton of time there because your brain will start to figure out like, oh, well, why is this person here? Or where is this? How is this happening? And it'll start asking questions that might deter the like positive vibrations that you're trying to emanate by doing this process. So let yourself play. And if you want to write it out, cool. But it's just fun to even put on some meditation music or go to a quiet place, close your eyes, take a couple few deep breaths, and just imagine yourself at some point in the future. Maybe you already have that future planned. You know, like maybe your upcoming wedding or bachelorette party, or you're going to have a baby or a baby shower, or you're buying a house. Maybe it's real life things, or it could be completely fabricated. And you're like, I'm going to, it'll be at my house in Bali, you know, but just let yourself have fun. Let yourself go there for a few minutes and watch as you begin to feel lighter. And what happens, like I mentioned with the law of attraction, when you feel those emotions, Things, people, experiences will start to attract those even further so you can feel better and better. And then the last one, um, this is called the rampage of appreciation. And again, this utilizes the law of attraction to build momentum into a better feeling mood. Now, for this one, you kind of want to be feeling okay. If you're feeling crummy, it's probably not going to work. You won't be able to get into the appreciation that you are um, feeling for things, people, experiences. But The goal of this one is you literally look around your immediate space and you find something. And I did this this morning, actually, which is why I decided to do this for the episode today. But I did the appliances in my kitchen because I was in my kitchen journaling. And I was just like, it is so cool that I have all these appliances that support us in nourishing our bodies, that there's electricity and I don't have to know how it all works to function these mechanisms. There's water for the fridge and the dishwasher and the sink. And I just trust that they work. I don't have to question it or worry about it. I just go, I turn on the faucet. I go, I turn on my stove. I can cook dinners. It allows me to entertain friends and family. I love cooking. I love baking. It brings me so much joy. And you just go ham. So you think of one object and you come up with as many reasons to appreciate that object as possible. And you can go so deep into it. Like, I'm so grateful for the manufacturer and the inventor of a refrigerator so that we can keep fresh food from farmers who work so hard to nourish our bodies. And then the food that goes into my body so that I can show up and be the best version of myself for the world and for other people. It allows me to be successful in my career. Like you can just go so, so far. And as you do it, like I mentioned, it just builds and builds and builds. And you can do it as often as you want throughout the entire day. One of the um, examples that they use in the book is like being in a post office. And they talk about the building and they're like, wow, the the architecture of this building is so beautiful. I'm so grateful for the positive workers that are here day in and day out. And they know so much about the mail service industry. And it allows me to get my packages to people I love and care about. And just like, you can just go really far with this. And appreciation, that vibration is really puts us into alignment with who we really are. 
And then that just creates such a joyous state for you to be in. So those are just a few of the practices I do. And in, like I mentioned before, there are times where I'll do these and they just don't work, you know, and that's okay. You can be sad. Um, allow yourself to feel your feelings. It is a human thing. And if you need help, if you need support, please know it's out there for you. Whether it's a hotline or a coach or a therapist, we are not meant to do this alone. Reach out to friends and family and open up and be honest and vulnerable. And just letting that out of you, I think, is so powerful because you're like, you know what? I'm not going to let you take over me. I'm going to express how I feel because that energy doesn't go away. If you're feeling sad or mad or whenever you get that, like, you know, that feeling within you, if you don't express it, it just gets pushed down and pushed down and pushed down and further and further. And then when someone cuts you off in traffic, you flick them off and swear at them. It's like, you don't want to be that person. That's not who you are. But as I've said on another episode, it's like, An orange is filled with orange juice. No matter what mechanism you use to juice the orange, orange juice will come out. And so when we're filled with anger, frustration, sadness, and we don't let that emotion out of us, that's what we're filled with. And so anytime something happens that we react to, that's when it comes out. And it's okay to have those things. Like we're human beings. Give yourself some grace and allow yourself some space to feel what you need to feel And make sure that you know that you're not alone and that there's resources out there to support you. So I'm sending everybody light and love, especially for those of you who personally or are dealing with a family member or friend for Mental Health Awareness Month. I'm extending extra light and love to you and you are supported. Don't forget it. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.